Welcome to the Truth for Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. So if you listen to the podcast in the last episode, I started a little series. This is going to be two parts, but I was talking about the thorn that's in your side, the thorn that's in your flesh. It's in your flesh. It's in my flesh. Uh, it's pretty much everyone has a thorn. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, uh, go back and listen to it because it's the basis for what we're going to pick up and build on today. Um, really, to kind of quickly sum up last week, we all are going to have this thorn in our flesh, okay? This this pain in our side, whether that be an individual, it may be a specific um, instance that we're going through, it could be a person, it could be a physical ailment, a mental issue, but something in our life is causing a pain and discomfort, and this, these things come and go. It doesn't mean God. It doesn't mean that God loves you less, okay? All. I think everybody goes through them at some point. I mean, of course, I can't verify that because I'm not everyone, but just based on life experiences, I'm pretty sure everyone has this at some point. And Paul was talking about this, and that's kind of where this passage that I got from 2 Corinthians chapter 12 uh, and where this whole series came about because Paul's talking about it. I'm going to read you this passage. And it says, and this is again, this is 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time, he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness, so now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Um, and in talking about this thorn, Paul's talking about this thorn in his flesh, you know, like, why do I have this thorn? Why, why must I go through this? And again, it wasn't that God was mad at Paul. It wasn't that God was trying to you know, punish Paul. That was, that was far from it. In fact, we're going to look a little bit more in detail to why Paul was going through this. And if you look at the passage, Paul's talking about how he had been blessed with these visions, with these revelations, and Honestly, I mean, if if I had certain spiritual uh, giftedness like that, where I felt God was giving me these revelations that I could share with people or just knew, I mean, I could see where you may feel like a little bit more privileged. I mean, look, I was in the ministry. I was a pastor for years. Uh, at times, I guess you can feel a little special, but nothing like I think what Paul's dealing with, where he's got this true giftedness, where he's got this true blessing from God that he's given in these revelations, these visions of, of what God was doing. Um, and Paul was talking about at times he was struggling to maybe feel like he was a little more spiritual. Maybe he was a little more um, prideful because he was you know, it's almost like he's God's right-hand man, right? And so Paul's talking about here how perhaps the reason he had this thorn in his flesh, perhaps the reason he had that was so that God would keep him humbled. Look at the passage. Paul is begging God. I mean, again, we don't know exactly what this thorn in his flesh was. We don't know what this circumstance that he was dealing with. We 
you know, probably some type of physical issue that he was having to deal with. Uh, could be sicknesses, could be, you know, maybe, I don't know. Don't really know, but, but it was obviously something to where Paul was not comfortable um, and that he was begging God to heal him or to get rid of this thorn that he was experiencing, this pain. And he says each time that he begged God, God just basically said no. God, God's answer was, my grace is all that you need. My power works best in weakness. And so then Paul responded back to God's answer saying, okay, so now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So Paul's taking this and he's flipping the script. Again, this goes back to what I talk about all the time. If you can have the right perspective in life, it will help you so, so much. You know, get rid of a victim mentality, get rid of woe is me and start looking at you are blessed. You are blessed in so many ways, but too many times we focus on negative. We focus on bad things that happen in our life. We focus on negativity when in fact, there's a lot of things we could look at the situation or our circumstances and say, you know what? It could be a whole lot worse. God, thank you for what I do have. And maybe you know, flipping it like Paul did and say, okay, well, I'm going to take something, a physical issue, a physical pain, or it could be mental, emotional, whatever this obstacle Paul was having to deal with. He says, okay, I'm going to look at this as a positive. So now my weakness, now I can boast about, like now I can be excited about to some extent because now God is going to use that. Whoa, guys, I am recording this podcast and a thunder lightning storm is happening right now and lightning just bolted outside my, uh, my window. A little scary. Uh, I guess I'm still recording though and I'm still here. All right. Um, hey, we're, we're, I don't like to do retakes, by the way. When I do a podcast, I want to do it straight from my heart, straight from what God's given me. So that's part of it. A little lightning storm happening. Maybe you heard that in the background. All right. Maybe God's trying to get my attention. I don't know. Um, or maybe it's Satan. Maybe Satan's trying to distract me so that you won't get this message, but you're going to get this message. Okay. And we're going to get this podcast recorded. All right. Back to where I was. Um, so Paul has flipped it, right? And he's saying, now my weakness can become a strength, not his own strength, but the strength of the Lord. Lord's going to use this because now people aren't seeing me and my mighty works. They're not seeing me as this you know, mystical person that can, they can do these visions and do these revelations. Instead, I'm being humbled and now God is going to be strong. God's power is going to be used through my weaknesses. Um, again, it'd be great to know what this weakness was or what this thorn was, but ultimately it doesn't matter because we all have different ones. You know, maybe if we did know, maybe we'd be comparing ourselves to Paul when in reality we don't know. We can use our imagination and say, you know what? Maybe I'm dealing with the same thing, or maybe I'm dealing with something separate, uh, because I know my thorn is going to be different from your thorn. You know, you that are listening to this, and then you, and then yours is going to be different than your neighbors, or your siblings, or your parents, or your your children, or your coworkers. Okay, we all deal with stuff in different times and different extents. Um, all right, so that was one thing I want to cover: that Paul 
he didn't want this, right? He didn't want this thorn. However, he accepted it. He knew God still loved him. He knew God still had a purpose and a mission for him. And he started to realize that this was for his own good. He, he admits, I would be prideful. I would be a prideful person if it weren't for this. So the thorn is actually helping him be humbled. It's helping him continue to be the person that God wants him to be. Um, so why do you have a thorn? Why do I have a thorn? You know, we may not, we may not understand. We may not have the wisdom that Paul has and be able to, to realize it. And sometimes we may not know until we get to heaven. Um, but there is a purpose. There is a reason. Again, like I said in last week's podcast, you know, sometimes we, we're sinful people. So sometimes we mess up and, and we bring on our own thorns. You know, we, we literally grab thorns and jab them into our own hand versus, you know, casually walking by and, and catching one on accident. Um, so sometimes we just do it to ourselves. However, God can still use that. Okay, so don't ever beat yourself up saying, oh, man, I'm just full of, full of these thorns and I'm useless now. That's not the case. God can use anyone and everyone who is willing. Paul was willing. God continued to use him. Remember, Paul was number, probably Christ's number one enemy, right? He, he hated Jesus. He persecuted Jesus and persecuted Christians, yet he had a revelation with the resurrected Jesus, which we're coming up on Easter. We'll talk more about, about the resurrected Christ, but he had an encounter with him, and now he is sold out for Christ, and God is using him in mighty, mighty ways, man. He has been on mission, like literally on mission, going to, to foreign places, spreading the news about Jesus and building churches, all right? So he can use anyone. So Paul recognized that. He accepted that. Now, did God heal it? Like, did God say, okay, now that you've, you've understood that I need you to be a humble follower of me, I'm going to take the ailment away? No. I mean, it, everything that we read in a passage, Paul continued to have this thorn. Right? It, it never got healed. Paul continued to deal with it, but also became a constant reminder of God's grace, right? God's power, God's love, that God was still there. Think about this with me for a minute. How many times have you just totally gone through a day and kind of forgot about God? I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Life can get so busy sometimes. We get so wrapped up in our own agendas and our own life that you can go through through and, and not really even you know, meditate and think about God. And it's, it's weird that we can go through a day and as a follower of him, as a created being for him, and me even as a, as a pastor, I could go through a day and not think about him. How is that? Because I'm going through the motion sometimes. I'm not really thinking about it. And here, here Paul is kind of saying, well, this is a constant reminder, you know, because it was a pain or, or something that was, was troubling him, and so it was a constant reminder. So maybe we just need constant reminders. Or maybe... Maybe it's not necessarily constant reminders much as it's, a, it's one of those that just kind of keeps us humble. It keeps us in place. Look, we can all get boastful and prideful about, about certain areas or certain things in our life or maybe certain events, and, 
And maybe this is God's way sometimes of saying, hey, hey, remember who's in charge. Remember who's giving you breath. Remember who's giving you those talents and those abilities or those opportunities. Um, yeah, it's me. So just just remember, you know, don't, don't forget about me up here. I mean, we see it all the time in the Old Testament how the people of God would totally forget about God, totally disregard God when things were great. They were kind of like, yeah, we can do all this on our own. Who needs God? And then bad things would happen, and that would continue. Uh, that was a continuous theme in the Old Testament. Things were good, forget about God. Things would go bad, they'd cry out to God, and then the cycle would repeat. All right, that's kind of similar to the way even life happens now, I feel like. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of neat that I was watching a documentary uh, with a family the other day, movie slash documentary, I guess, called Seven Yards. Um, some of you may have seen that. If not, I recommend it. It's, it's pretty good. Um, it, was, it was cool that this guy named Chris Norton, he was an 18-year-old college football player, freshman college po- football player. Um, and by his own admission and his parents' admission, it wasn't the, the most talented guy, but he was a super hard worker, and he loved the game of football. He was willing to do anything and everything to, to play at the next level, and so he was getting playing time as a freshman. Well, he gets hurt. He, he actually has a spinal cord injury and paralyzes him, right? Like, he's done. His career's done. Well, not only his career, like his – his whole livelihood is, is in jeopardy, right? Like, because he can't even move. He's paralyzed from the neck down. And you know, the doctors, I think, gave him like a 3% chance of, of ever moving again. And he, he was so determined. And, and he, he talks about his faith in Jesus. You know, he says, man, I just believed that there was more to it. And he continued to work and work. And I don't want to ruin, you know, the movie for you or anything, but... Um, but, I mean, his story's been known. But anyways, he, he starts to move. You know, he starts to, to get some feeling back in. But he works extremely hard. Like, the amount of physical therapy that he does, like, hours and hours a day. And, and just to struggle it is just to do daily tasks. And, I mean, he was just like, I just want to walk again. You know, I know I'll never play sports, you know, like, to that extent. But I just want to walk, man. And what a thorn. Right. Here's an individual that, you know, just playing the game that he loves, living the life, uh, you know, pretty much for Jesus and, and has an injury and just wants to walk again. Now, he's not healed where, you know, he's he's running around doing stuff. But I mean, he God is using him. Right. And he got asked the question. You know, Chris, would you go back and change anything about that day that you got hurt, you know, in your injury? And he said, actually, I would not. I mean, it was like the most horrible day of his life at one point. But now he's come to the conclusion that, you know what? There was a purpose for that. And God has used him, right, in his wife. And now, you know, he does all this motivational speaking. And, and God is giving him a platform now that he didn't have as just a, an average college football player. And so maybe there's a thorn in your side. Or maybe a thorn comes at some point in your life. And instead of getting down and depressed about it, maybe God is opening another avenue. Maybe God is giving you an opportunity that would not be there otherwise. That was the case for Chris, man. Like he now had a new opportunity, but it's only because he chose to. Now he could have just been your ordinary, 
you know, person that get injured and, you know, lives a, a life paralyzed or in a wheelchair, but he, he decided, no, man, there's, there's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger plan that God wants to use here. And that's, that's incredible, man. Again, it goes back to perspective. He, he didn't play the victim card. He said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to flip the script. How can I use this for God's glory? And so there he has that lifelong thorn. I mean, I can't imagine how much, not only just the physical struggle, but the mental, emotional struggle it would be to be, um, you know, barely able to, to move and have to be very dependent on others to help you do a lot of your daily, daily tasks. Um, and it continued hours and hours of physical therapy like that. That's a thorn, man. <laughs> that is a thorn that he will have the rest of his life. Yet he saying, you know what, I... I take this, and I'm going to use this for God's glory. So I get encouragement from that. I mean, I, I, man, so much respect for him. Um, but what an encouragement it is for me and for you to know that, you know what, whatever life throws at us, because we don't know, we don't know the future, whatever life throws, there's going to be something. And it may be a minor thorn. It may be a thorn that just lasts for hours, or it may be a lifelong thorn. But no matter what it is, God does not love you any less, and God can use that for His glory. How do you get the thorns out? Well, I wish I knew the answer. I'm sure Paul wishes he knew the answer because he begged God, and God did not. Uh, I think sometimes it may just be maybe God. Maybe God would remove that thorn if that thorn was just for a specific purpose and specific mission, and you accomplish that mission. So I think it helps to be fully devoted to Christ, right? Keeping your eyes on Him, keeping focus on Him, and using it for His glory. And then when that time is over, perhaps He moves, removes the thorn, or maybe it's meant to be for, for life. But I know it sure doesn't hurt to stay focused on Jesus and to learn what it is that you're supposed to learn and to grow like Christ wants you to grow for his name. How can you use this for his glory? That's the what Paul, our example here, that's what he did. And again, I've seen other people, not just Chris Norton, but I've seen other people have tragedies in their life. And, and when asked, would you go back and change it? Their, their answer was the same. No, because now, you know, even there was, it was a tragic event. I'm able to use this for a platform for Christ. So I hope you can take this lesson and I hope you can, you can look at your life a little differently, okay? Because, yes, there's going to be people in our life that's just a pain, a pain in your rear end, you may want to say, right, versus a, a thorn in your side or a thorn in your flesh. There's going to be people you have to deal with, and maybe you have to deal with them for life, or maybe it's just a season. What can you learn from it? Learn from it. Stay focused on Christ. What is Christ's mission for you in this time? What do you need to learn? Maybe it's a reminder that it's not about you and your strength, but it's about God's strength. Your weakness becomes His strength. For when I am weak, He is strong. Guys, I love you. Thank you for your dedicated listening to this podcast. I hope and pray that you are benefiting, that you are taking this, applying it to your life and growing in your walk with Christ. Stay focused on Him. He will continue to use you if you're willing with 
if you'll stay focused on him. All right, guys, that's it for the podcast for today. We'll catch you in next week's podcast. All right, bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we all have fear.